0: Yesterday, I had um, this good conversation with our, with our youth minister, Amanda. So Amanda and I were friends before I got assigned here at St. Cecilia's. So um, we have no shortage of things to talk about. But most of the time when we chat, we're always talking about uh, faith, food, and fitness. Most of the time is the, are the themes of the conversation. And one of the things we were talking about, we were just talking, we talked a lot about our faith yesterday, And uh, one story that had come up that that I was reminded of with these readings today, um, it really ties into what I was talking about yesterday. was about the inside of us being pure so that the outside reflects the inside. They're really, like, the same. Our actions really reflect our heart. Uh, What we do in our life is actually truly an expression of who we are on the inside. There's, like no duplicity with within us and so i I was thinking back about before i entered the seminary and i was i was working at the mac and i had this this particular situation that popped up where and it all happened within seemingly a month or two i was uh i was just working and we had kind of a small office and there were like four or five of us in that office and so somebody had said somebody had said a bad word and then they turned over their shoulder and they said, oh, sorry, Peter. And then I was like, I was at my desk and I like looked around. And I was just like, sorry. I was like, what did they apologize to me? And so I was like, you know, started doing my work for And then like another day, you know, somebody let some expletive fly or something. And then they're like, oh, you know, sorry, Peter. And I was thinking like, I was like, why do people keep apologizing to me? And, so, and then it happened like a third time. And then I I'd finally started to catch on that, I never told anybody at work that I was Catholic, um, and I, I, I never, you know, particularly talked about it in any kind of way, but what I started to find out was that when, we would, when I would coach, when I'd have to go to different competitions, often in Seattle or Tacoma or different parts or sometimes even different, different states, the parents of the children who I've gotten to know really well, many of them have become friends of mine, they started to observe that no matter where we were that I would always go to mass either on Saturday night or Sunday morning or something but it was always around our schedule for the competitions so I always had to find some of you probably used it before like the mass times.org app I always had to look and see like where and when is a mass and when does the competition end and begin so either I had to like you know, I was always just trying to figure it out. I was like, how do, how do I go? How do I get there? And sometimes even when I couldn't do that, uh, St. Pius had that, that 8 p.m. contemplative mass on Sunday. That was my last-ditch effort. I was just like, oh, this is my, my time. And I had realized that it was through that and through the parents starting to speak about that that people just sort of recognized this thing. So they thought, like, oh, gosh, you know, Peter probably doesn't use bad language, and I really didn't. Um, but it was just something that kind of came out, and for me, that was a huge... This has nothing to do with me, um, you know, being the, the super holy priest that you see before you today. <laughs> but, it come, but, but really what it came down to for me was it was one of the first times I really understood that my, my efforts to actually try to be a more virtuous and holy person, um, that they were, they were recognized by other people. And, and, and I was probably the first person, the most surprised person about that. And that was the situation that, that I found myself when I, when I realized that much of what I was doing on the inside to purify my, my, my own soul and my own intentions um, was starting to manifest itself on the outside. And that's so much of these, of these talks that Jesus is always giving to the scholars and the religious leaders of the day He's always trying to remind them of that, that it's just like, really, the inside needs to reflect the outside, and that expression that we give should be an expression of love. And, you know, because that's the thing, when we have readings today, like in St. Paul, there's no two ways about it. He actually gives you lists of things, you know, that there is a moral life, and that there is an immoral life. And he tells you some of the things that are actually immoral and these are some of the things that we fight about the most with the world as the church but remember in in peter you know in in first peter it says scripture was never put forth by man's willing it but men inspired by the holy spirit recorded these things these words of god so those letters of saint paul are inspired words of god and he's drawing a real distinction there. There is morality, and then there's immorality. And then there's a part in there that he makes one of the most important distinctions right here. And he says, so he gives all that that whole list of everything. Like, um, And then he goes, remember, here's a big one too. And he says, to such that those... do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God that's pretty darn clear you know there's no two ways about it right there and then he says in contrast in contrast the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace patience kindness generosity faithfulness gentleness self-control And I've I've talked about this at times before. When we have peace in our life, even when we're trying to discern between different decisions in our life, often some of the the parts of the litmus test, something that St. Ignatius of Loyola talked about quite a bit, is that discernment of spirits. Often when we have something that's a manifestation of our own selfishness, something that's self-focused, Sometimes we'll have this agitation or anxiety, also with the spirit of evil. Agitation, anxiety. But when you have the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, remember, is an expression of love. Charity is outward, not inward. Charity is towards God and towards neighbor. Love outward emanating. If we have the spirit of love, and charity in our hearts, then like Jesus said in the Gospels, you will lift a finger to help people's burdens. You will reach out to them and help them, because remember, charity, love, really are, are, are synonymous in the Gospel. We think of charity as, as giving to people, but charity, and like when we say faith, hope, and charity, that's synonymous with faith, hope, love. And so when we see that here, the fruit of the Spirit Is love joy peace patience and the rest that's what we've all been hoping for (laughs) pretty much our whole lives every day we hope for the second list not the first one and so it's a reminder to us that we we do these things we purify our own hearts so that our charity and our love our outward emanation of love can be can be pure and I'm sure there's people in your life that you knew who embodied this thing It might be one of the very reasons that you're sitting here in this church is because there were people who gave this example to you and loved you and you knew it was true and you knew that what God was saying was actually real. It was because there are people in your life that loved you and made the faith real. And uh, for those such as these, those such as us, you know, you sort of need no more proof than that once you see it in action god bless you all today